Welcome to ADHD Love Parent Talk, episode 78. Always, if you are confused about how to get support or how to support your child, I think one way to begin with that is to them to ask your child and to talk to them because they are very bright and they understand more than uh, parents might think. And you can get a lot of insight from these children. They will tell you a lot. Hello, and welcome to the ADHD Love Parent Talk podcast. If you felt like you have been walking your path alone as an adult with ADHD or as a parent with children with ADHD, you are finally home. I interview parents and professionals, including doctors, coaches, educators, and so much more so you can not only learn more information about ADHD, I also want you to have tools that you can put in your toolbox as you're going through your journey. Hey, my ADHD family, welcome to another episode of ADHD Love Parent Talk. I am Yakini. Today, my guest is Day. I'm so excited to have her on here. I actually met her through Clubhouse and I joined one of the rooms, the 2E Twice Exceptional Room, and I thought this was such an amazing topic that I wanted to bring this information to you. I realized that not everybody has heard this term, right, 2E. So I really wanted to go into depths. I wanted her to talk about what is it? Is it compared, like, how is it compared to gifted? Is it different? Is it the same? And how it also compares to ADHD. So welcome day. Thank you, Yakini. So nice to see your face and uh, to hear from you. So I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely. I'm excited that you're here. So please tell the audience a little bit about you. Well, I'm Day Sanchez, and I am a school psychologist and uh, an emotional intelligence coach for children who are twice exceptional. Um, so I'm the founder of Twin Minds, and I created Twin Minds to support gifted children, twice exceptional children, and everyone in between. So people with ADHD, autism, dyslexia, and we can talk more about how they all come together and, and, and the relationship and differences. But basically, Twin Minds is um, a way to support these children to develop the skills that they need to be successful and um, especially emotional intelligence so that they can have the confidence to deal with their challenges and to nurture their talents, and their um, strengths. Absolutely. So I really want to just jump into the topic. So what is twice exceptional? What does that mean? <clears throat> well, <laughs> that's um, so so we can we can start. There are different definitions that can um, make everything more confusing. And that that's why parents have so much trouble, especially getting services for these children, because it can be confusing. So if we, if we start with giftedness, with the definition of giftedness, there's actually not a definition that everyone agrees upon. Uh, so just in the United States, uh, every state has a different definition of giftedness. But the way I see giftedness is any any high ability or any ability that is above the average or outside of the norm. And so we can have things like academic abilities, high high IQ, we could also have those children who are great with performing arts or highly creative, creative children. So any type of exceptional ability that is above the norm, we can put that as gifted. So we can put that in the gifted um, category. And then twice exceptional is any individual who is gifted, whether they have been identified or not, 
And simultaneously, they experience exceptional challenges, uh, whether they are behavioral challenges, social, emotional, medical, communication challenges, sensory mm. challenges, uh, communication challenges, any type of challenge, learning challenges as well, that create exceptional needs and, and, and create um, a combination of, of um, challenges that need to be supported in different ways. So, so when they come together, um, so you, you could have someone with ADHD, for example, let's take the example of ADHD and gifted, when they come together, that's twice exceptional. Um, so we can also have gifted and autism or gifted and dyslexia and okay. any combination of those exceptional abilities um, is twice exceptional. So yeah. Okay. No, that makes makes perfect sense. Um, and then as I shared with you, you know, I think about my past and I think about some of the things that fall under that umbrella. And then also my daughter was tested as gifted um, officially. Um, and then my son was not, but there's just certain things that says, okay, yeah, he's definitely under this. How do you challenge a child like that? Like, I mean, you're talking about giftedness, you're talking about, ex, you know, being exceptional. How do you challenge a child like that? That's a really good question, because I think it, it's good to understand asynchronous development, because it, it shows how challenging life already is for these individuals. Um, so asynchronous development is development that is uneven, okay. out of sync. So we can have something like social and intellectual development that is out of sync. Mm -hmm. So for example, a child who is seven years old and they are great with communicating and debating and they can argue with adults about anything. And at the same time, their emotional regulation skills, for example, they can be very delayed. And so when they have an argument or they have something that doesn't go their way, they might, for example, they might um, a tantrum or, or feel, you know, mm -hmm. they can melt down and act as a three or four year old. And so you have the body of a 12 year old in this, um, in this chronologically they're seven, but they act younger than that. And that is because the higher the intelligence, the, the more asynchrony and the more challenges as well. Mm. And also the more, so twice, twice exceptional individuals are the most asynchronous. So, so gifted individuals are asynchronous, but twice exceptional are the most asynchronous because asynchrony also increases with uh, large differences between strengths and weaknesses. Mm. And so when you have these differences, that creates more challenges. They have these peaks and valleys. They are great at some things that come super easy for them, but some things are really challenging. And so that affects them emotionally, their, their self-esteem, uh, their confidence, that, that really affects all of those areas. And so when we are thinking about challenging um, these individuals, we have to be careful with generally ideally it's, it's best to start with supporting their uh, strengths and nurturing those strengths while um, accommodating the challenges mm -hmm. 
And so one of the, the ways that I always recommend is to start with things that they are interested in or their passions, things mm-hmm. that, that they are already really good at. They, they already excel at these things so that we can um, address and nurture the challenges as well. So once they start to develop that confidence and, and when they start to see, once they start to see that they are actually very smart and they are successful, mm-hmm. they can be successful, they carry this confidence to areas where they are not so successful and it's just going to come easier. This is going to be easier for them. So that's one of the ways, but there are many more ways that we can go into. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's really interesting listening to you today because there was a point in my life and I taught my children the same thing that I said, okay, I'm not good at, you know, this, this, and this. So I need to give it to somebody else, <laughs> right? I need to either... um what do you call it? Uh, Find somebody and hire them or ask a colleague to read over my information, whatever it was that I am not great at. I just, I came to a point where I knew I could not be good in everything. What I'm good at, I'm extremely good at. What I'm not good at, I try to give it to somebody else because it, it will take time and it will take me processing a long time to get something done. And it may still be wrong. And I may still have lots of errors, right? <laughs> I'm like, forget it, forget it. But it took me a long time to get to that point. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's really important to, one of the other ways to support these children is to develop their emotional intelligence. Like you said, mm-hmm. you know what your strengths are and you know what your challenges are. So you're not going to waste time on the challenges and just trying to put a lot of hours and effort into something that you know you're not. It's not your strength. So you just send that to someone else, which is really smart. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But to your point, so with children, obviously there are things that they still have to deal with in school. So I, you know, if it's something that they're not strong in, so like, for example, you know, say my daughter is, you know, extremely strong in reading um, and she can write like crazy and come up with the most amazing stories. But at the same time, she does not edit very well, right? And for a long time, she would read so fast that she wasn't comprehending the text. Um, And then on top of that, she um, also dealt with, you know, one other subject that she just doesn't do as well in. Those specific areas, I got support for her. Those specific areas, I got a tutor for her. So then that way, she could at least come to the level where, you know, she really puts a lot of pressure on herself. And we've talked about this in um, Clubhouse, but she puts a lot of pressure on herself. So I just want her to get to a level where she's okay, right? She doesn't have to get 100%, but just where she has the knowledge, she can answer questions on the test, she can have a conversation in the classroom and just move through it. So there are still things that, you know, especially our children have to deal with that they're not good in that correct, you're right, that you got to get support for. Absolutely. And I love that you are bringing her to a level where she can actually manage because that's the main issue is that sometimes they just fall apart because they don't have the skills to get to that level where they can manage. And so that's super smart. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So how does um, ADHD or how can ADHD be tied to 2E? You mentioned it a little bit, uh, you know, ahead of time. So not every ADHD person is gifted and not every gifted person is ADHD, but sometimes they can come together. And there are many overlapping um, 
characteristics, and we've talked about this in Clubhouse, how there are so many um, similarities between, you know, people who express gifted behaviors, as I, I like to call them, and also have ADHD. So, for example, some of those um, similarities is that they are highly creative, that they are both highly creative, um, oftentimes highly sensitive. So, so they show what some people known as um, in high intensities in, you know, emotional intensity and um, sensitivities in some other areas. So, so I like to see giftedness as a almost like an antenna, like a highly tuned antenna mm -hmm. that um, as you bring the dial up, there's more challenges. And um, it's like they have access to more information, cognitive information and sensory information and emotional information. So they are very sensitive to the emotions of others. Mm -hmm. They are very intuitive. Mm -hmm. um, and that also aligns well some ADHD people, not everyone is like that, but a lot of ADHD people that I've worked with or that I've met, like you guys in Clubhouse, um, they express these, these different um, things that also some gifted people express. But again, um, giftedness and ADHD are two separate things, and sometimes they just come together, and, okay. and that's what we call twice exceptional. Okay, okay, that makes perfect sense. So we talked a little bit about some of the struggles. Do you have any other examples? I know this is such a hard topic for parents. They may not realize that their children are twice exceptional, but they just want to make sure they're doing the best for their children when they're getting frustrated, when they feel like they are failing, like you said, you talked a little bit about empathy. Are there anything, is there anything else? I talked a little bit about, you know, getting tutors for, you know, my daughter's specific situation. Is there anything else that parents can do to help kids when they're just so flustered and they know they're good at this, but they don't understand why they're not good at this, right? Yeah, I think besides playing to the strengths, the one of the reasons why I focused on emotional intelligence is because when you help them develop these skills of self-awareness and understanding their own emotions, so, so they begin to understand when they get upset or when they get frustrated, what not, not only what's happening in their bodies and what's happening that they can um, manage, how can they manage, but also they are they are understanding where these frustrations are coming from. So it might be from reading or from writing, right? It might be whatever frustration is coming. Um, they have a better understanding of why this is happening. And when with this understanding can come um, more, many more insights about how to support those areas. Um, and, and not only the understanding this, this, their strengths and their weaknesses, but also being able to communicate these things to others. So for example, in school, um, if your child knows that they are, they have challenges with, let's say writing, um, and they need some accommodations in writing or they need some support, they need some extra support. When they develop those communication skills and self-advocacy skills, mm -hmm. they can have more, um, understanding from others about how to support their unique needs because every toys exceptional child and every gifted child and every adhd child is completely different they, they have patterns they have similarities but 
everybody has a different mind. And so understanding their unique brains and their minds and how this all combine with their emotions and their challenges and strengths um, is the best way to, to self-advocate and to communicate how to best support their challenges and, and nurture their strengths. So I, I think that that's why I focus on emotional intelligence because it's okay. such a, it's an area that is not really, uh, people don't usually, people usually overlook this, but it's a really important area that this population can benefit from. I like that. I like that. Um, so in closing up, is there anything else that we may have missed or anything that we may have missed that you would like to share with the parents? Any last minute words? I think there's so much about this <laughs> topic, but I would say that um, always if you are confused about how to get support or how to support your child, I think one way to begin with that is to them to ask your child and to talk to them because they are very bright and they understand more than uh, parents might think and um, you can get a lot of insight from these children especially yeah. twice exceptional children you can get a lot of insight from their own challenges and they are their own experts and and they they will tell you a lot so I think focusing on, on starting there and then finding the support that they need to accommodate their challenges and, and nurture those amazing talents that they do have. Yeah. Yeah. And just to build on that, one thing I want to say is, you know, it may happen in stages. So like, for example, you talked a lot about um, the emotional piece, really understanding their emotions, you know, as they are processing different situations. And I realized, at least with my children, that we had to, like you said, work on the emotional piece, work on the uplifting piece, get them centered, get them being okay with making mistakes, right? Um, before I could do any steps after that, right? I mean, it was really difficult to get them the assistance they needed because they were still like, really upset and really confused and you know i mean i remember a time where my son would write a sentence he was in kindergarten he would write a sentence he would make a mistake and he would tear up the paper <laughs> now keep in mind this is not just lined paper this is the paper that the teacher had handed out right and i'm like no don't do that right and working through that working through this perfection piece was like, okay, let's, let's work through this. Let's connect to, you know, what's going on. How are you feeling about that? And then once he was able to express his emotions, right. we were able to get down to, um, how we can help him. Like, I think for a while he didn't want to admit that he was making the mistakes, even though we could see it. Right? right. But then once he really connected to his emotions, he was more open to admit where he was struggling and that made a huge difference yes that's beautiful i think you you're such a great mom and, and there's so much that parents can learn from you so i'm happy <laughs> i'm happy to see that and i'm happy to know you <laughs> thank you day well to be honest i got to give credit because i truly believe in community and um i have a community of people around me and around my son and around my daughter um, I teach them, they teach me, and I've just learned so much during this process. So community has just been so important. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So if they had any, excuse me, if they have any more questions for you, um, how can they get a hold of you? Um, they can find me at uh, Toy Minds. So that is the number two letter E and then Minds. Uh, dot com and they can also find me on Instagram, same handle to Minds, Twitter. Um, they can also email me at to Minds at um, <laughs> I don't even know my email. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can put it in the <laughs> in the chat or in the comments. Yeah, just send it to me and then I'll put it on the <laughs> on the comments or in the comments. Um and one other thing, are there any types of resources that you know of that people can go to to learn more about this topic? Yeah, there there's not a lot of information out there, especially for place exceptional. But in my website, there's a blog that goes into each of the different groups of place exceptional and goes into the definition. And from there, you can learn learn a lot more. I I have I send a lot of information to my email list, so you can get more support by going to my website and more resources. Yeah. Awesome! Thank you, Day. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you. It's such a pleasure to see you and to talk with you today. Exactly. Same, same. I mean, I just love meeting you guys, especially when we've talked and it's like we bonded over Clubhouse without seeing each other, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but we're gonna see you. I'm gonna see you. We're gonna see you this year, Mark. Yes, yeah. that's my goal. That's my goal. Everything's gonna settle down. We're gonna get on the airplane and we're gonna get yeah. to New York. So I'm excited about that. All right. So I'm gonna close it up. So don't hang up. Okay. <laughs> All right, everyone. That closes up a, another episode of ADHD Love Parent Talk. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye. Bye day. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us on another episode of ADHD Love Parent Talk. If you enjoyed this episode, please do not forget to leave a review and join me as I talk with another exciting guest next week. Have a wonderful day.